Hello friends, welcome to a new day. This is Maria and I am a shining, progressive, successful expression of God manifesting in ever greater glory. Thank you for joining me on my third podcast. I'm really enjoying this and I hope you are too. It's a learning curve. It's a new thing, but I'm going to persist with it until I get really, really good. So did you take some time to stay present, to observe yourself, to enjoy whatever you were doing this week? I did try, like I said, I committed to it. I did try it. And this week, I actually thought I got better at observing myself or at least coming back to the present moment. And I feel it makes, it does make a difference in the quality of uh, your time and even your inner self, especially for those people who have the tendency to have a wandering mind, uh, to be sad or depressed or to have depression, this is a great activity to strive to bring yourself to the present moment instead of being carried over by the thoughts in your mind. So I hope you are practicing that tool with me. This week, I want to talk about our underlying belief systems that we live by and may not be aware of, but are guiding our path, subconsciously guiding our path, even when we want to live differently, do things differently but find ourselves stuck. I was talking to my, to my spiritual coach this past week, and I came to a realization that I have an underlying belief system that causes me to question what my plans and compare my plans with my culture expectations, religious expectations, life expectations. But the interesting part was I had no awareness until it was mentioned, until it was highlighted for me. And my first thought was, wow, I never thought of myself as one who compares my activities with another, let alone live a life trying to fit into an idea different than what I see as true of myself. But I knew that was a truth the minute it was stated because I felt the release within like that. Yes, that is so true. And I also felt like an emotional release. So this was a truth for me. And I realized at that moment that it is true. I am trying to align 
my life with what I grew up believing was the perfect life to to live from a religious perspective, from a cultural perspective, from a woman, uh, from a woman navigating life in these cultures. And the end result of trying to live in a, in a standard that has been set that I wasn't even aware of is that a while back I found myself depressed. I am constantly questioning. I am constantly not feeling that I have done enough or that I am enough. So I am sure I am not alone and would love to hear how other people navigate these thoughts and feelings. But today I am feeling such relief with the understanding that I can actually put a name to it. Even after my academic accomplishments, my work, you know, I still feel like, oh, I got to do more. Oh, I have to, my life is not where it should be. You know, all the shoulds, coulds, but not knowing what was driving these thoughts was really troublesome, exhausting, and discouraging for me. And you know, this week, a very, a very clear thing has happened that completely relates to these underlying belief systems at a cultural level and how these belief systems are used to level individuals who have aspired. And I am especially talking about Dr. Jill Biden the first lady elect of the United States. Somebody from a major magazine wrote an article that was actually published that called upon her to stop using the title doctor because one, she's not a medical doctor, therefore it's not valid. And two, she is going into the White House with her husband, President-elect Joe Biden. And in, in light of what I discovered about myself today, I literally felt that culture weight on me. Like, should I, maybe I, you know, for half a second. And then I'm like, there you go. There you go. That is that belief, cultural um, gender, tribal, religious belief system that puts you in a box of who you are and how you should be. And this we have to question. It is very sad that instead of applauding a first lady elect who has done all she can you know, rose to the heights of academia, is currently working within her chosen field. Instead of applauding that, that we find a way to display that effort 
as completely irrelevant, erasing all her works of service, efforts, academic efforts. And we really, as a culture, regardless of where we are in the world, have to start examining these belief systems, this undercurrent. Because here's the thing, for such an article to be published in a major newspaper, national newspapers, several people have to have come to an agreement that it was okay. And that speaks to that unconscious, unexplored, unacknowledged belief system about who women are, who women or wives of powerful men are, and how they should be. I remember when I was studying my PhD, my ex's friend said, not thinking that I was hearing them, asked him, how are you going to control her? You should get her pregnant, you know, because I was studying a PhD. And, no, you know, and that's a good reason why it's an X. But back to this belief system, even more powerful than what other people think we should be, is the fact that we ourselves ingrain those belief systems within us. And even as we strive forth to accomplish what we wish to do, those thoughts are at the back of our minds, constantly pushing and making many of us feel uncomfortable on the path we have chosen. And that is what was highlighted for me this week, the tendency to hold myself up against what other people have accomplished and completely erasing the perfection of who I am. The a Course in Miracle Today said, I am, I am as God created me. And to hold that thought in my mind will cause me to restore myself to that idea, to that original idea of my creation. So today I am encouraging all of us in the coming week to observe those who have gone forth and accomplished their goals in any capacity, be it academic, social, business, family, let us acknowledge them first for their very existence. They are enough. I am enough. Let us acknowledge ourselves as enough. Acknowledge those who have done more to sharpen their skills. That's what I think academic rigor is about. It's simply sharpening your gift and your skill, as Dr. Joe Biden, myself, and many others have done. Or in any field, let us acknowledge, recognize that, and let us tell them that. 
you have done well. You have done well. And let us acknowledge all those who have gone before us, have had to, you know, wade through a myriad discouragements, put downs, erasures, so that we can then follow that path more uh, easily. Let's acknowledge those who have gone past, who have gone on days past to accomplish these goals that we aspire to do. But for that moment that you feel discouraged or your mind begins to speak to you those underlying belief systems of who you are, how you should be, where you should be. I'm going to read this quote by Georgia O'Keefe. I have already settled it for myself. So flattery and criticism go down the same drain and I am quite free. Let us, whatever we are, however we are striding, striving, what, however much we have accomplished, settle it in ourselves that we are doing what we have aspired to do the best way we know how to do. So flattery and criticism will go down the same drain so we can be free. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Share it with friends and have yourselves a fantastic week. This is Dr. Maria saying goodbye.